Hello and welcome to the Coach by Leanne podcast. So today um, in my second episode I thought I would just talk about my story and how I got to be here doing what I'm doing. So I, I've had a bit of a varied career which uh, I did highlight in the first episode. When I finished school or when I was going through school the the only kind of subjects that I found easy um, were things like maths and physics and it was quite a natural progression then to go on to uni and do engineering so my degree is actually in mechanical engineering uh, but whilst I was there I think it was a lot to do with sexism in the industry I went to a very old old-fashioned university and I was just like you know what I really can't bother to do this for the next 40 years and at the time I was really enjoying the math side I was really enjoying helping one of my fellow students who struggled with the maths and so kind of did a bit of like tutoring with him so I thought oh do you know what I really enjoy this I'm going to give teaching a go I really like helping people and you know, maths is a subject that I enjoy and I get excited about. And yeah, so I decided to do my postgraduate teaching, which I did. So I did secondary school and then I went into teaching and I did that for about seven years. I taught in three different schools around Surrey in the state and in the private sector. So pretty much seen it all. And do you know what? Teaching is just the most magical career that you can do but my god is it hard it's really hard like if you've ever said teachers get a lot of holidays you need to change that narrative because yeah they might get the days off school but I can promise you teachers work fucking hard and it is um it is the most rewarding career yet the most difficult career I think you could possibly do and I think of things that you know, since I stopped teaching, God knows how many years ago now, but, you know, 15 years or so, I think it's got even harder. Like the pressures um, on teachers these days is incredible. Anyway, that's not what it's about. But big up all, to all your teachers out there. I massively respect that you're still in there. Um, so when I left teaching, I then went into uh, the Met Police and I worked there as an analyst. I worked there for about 13 years, absolutely loved it. Um, and uh, it was only really, I only really left the Met because of having children. So I had Reese first, he was born in 2016. And I did go back to the police. But whilst I was on maternity leave with Reese, I had this real, I always call it a push. I feel like something. Now I believe in a lot of weird shit. Um, so ghost angels and you know th all that kind of stuff tarot so you, you might hear me talk about uh, this but I just call it my weird shit and uh, I just felt I felt this un overwhelming push to go in to do something different and I've always been interested in complementary therapies and that's what I felt the push um, of me to go into so I used my maternity leave to retrain and I retrained in Indian head massage 
Reiki. I've done ear candling. So I did that in my year of maternity leave um, because having a baby is clearly not enough for me. And uh, when I went back to work, so this was the February 2017. So when I went back to work, I knew that ultimately I wanted to leave the police. I didn't want to commute. Um, and there were certain situations where sometimes we would have to go 24-7. And having a child in that situation um, is really difficult. And again, you know, big up everyone that works for the police. Whatever role you have, um, you know, I I support you. And you're, you're all doing a really fantastic job. Um, so, but I wanted a really big therapy. I knew I couldn't run a business just purely on Indian head massage and Reiki. So my choices were aromatherapy or reflexology, but I didn't want to do full body massage. So reflexology it was. And I'd also had reflexology before. Um, so I really believed in the benefits of reflexology. So I trained for, it took about 10 months to train as a fully qualified reflexologist. So whilst, you know, having Reese and still doing my netball and whatever, um, and working essentially uh, a full-time job, I also retrained uh, as a reflexologist. Um, and I absolutely loved it. I still do reflexology. Um, and I really, really um, believe in, in, in the power of reflexology and what it can do. So the plan then was, once I qualified, Paul and I decided that we would try to have another child and we would um when I then went on maternity leave uh with the second child I would then not return to the police and I would run my own business from home so after qualifying so now we're, we're talking summer 2018 that is where I started my business uh which you may have heard of called Leticium um and so I was working you know playing netball having a child and also running the business as well. So I was taking clients on the weekends and in the evenings and started to build up from there. Also, whilst trying to get pregnant. Now, by this time, I was uh, 39, 40, 40. Yeah, was I 40? <laughs> I think I was 40. So the chances of getting pregnant are reducing massively all the time. So I also had reflexology to help me um, boost my chances of getting pregnant. Now, we really struggled. And if you've been following me on Leticium for a while, you'll know that we did have um, in that year three miscarriages. I had one before Reese and then three before we had Rhiannon. And I always think that you know, reflexology most definitely helped me get pregnant. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able those times for whatever reason to sustain the pregnancy. But we did then eventually fall pregnant. And uh, that's where Rhiannon comes from. Now, I always believe that it was the same soul that's trying to get through because when I found out I was pregnant, it was the same uh, it was the same day that my first, it was the same day as my first miscarriage. And then when she was born or her due date was the same date as 
my last miscarriage. So uh, it was, yeah, I think she, she, and if you ever know Rhiannon, she's the most determined little girl in the world. So I definitely believe it was the same soul that was trying to come through all the time. So when uh, Rhiannon was born then, uh, 2019, I uh, was on maternity leave, but I took maternity leave early and the plan was always not to return back to the police, which I never did. Uh, but then, of course, come where we, you know, March 2020. So Rhiannon's about nine months old then. March 2020, I was essentially working um, as a therapist, um, kind of part time, building up the business. And then, of course, lockdown happened. Um, good old um, COVID came along, lockdown. And it really threw me because I um, I had to close my doors. So I had no way of earning money. And I know, you know, the, the whole situation with the pandemic, there's, you know, a lot of people in the same situation, fellow therapists and beauticians and doing those kind of service roles, running your business, like PTs. You all of a sudden you couldn't earn any money, and you know it was tough for everyone for lots and lots of different reasons. So by that time, I was like, um, and it was really difficult for us as well because we had to close our doors in March and we weren't able to open again until July, and that was a really long time. And having two kids at home, I mean, thankfully, uh, Reese was still able to go to nursery. He had one month off, but he was able to go back in June. So we had some stability there for him. Um, and thankfully, I didn't have school-aged children. So all you parents out there who were working full-time and you were um, trying to teach your children at home as well, massive respect to you because I can't imagine. Well, when we had this, you know, the second or the third the winter lockdown, Reese was in school then. So definitely appreciate um, having to uh, homeschool um, then. So. What then happened is come at the time I was also um, a run coach for one of my friend's businesses. And during the pandemic, there was those times, especially in the November lockdown, where we couldn't go out in groups, which is what we normally would do, but we could do one to one. So I was taking out individual ladies, taking them for runs, you know, helping them with um, whatever their goal was. You know, was it that they wanted a really nice long run? Did they want to improve their speed? So did we do intervals? Did we do a bit of hill training? And I absolutely loved it. Now, I've been a netball coach um, since, oh, God, the late 90s, 2000. So well over 20 years. And I do love coaching. I do love seeing people improve in their sport and you know, it's the same thing when you're a teacher, when you when you can see your student, no matter how old, because I've also taught, um, you know, um, part time GCSE and my oldest lady in there was in her 80s. <laughs> but when you're teaching something, when you're coaching something and you can see your student or your player, like the light bulb moment, when you see that they get it and they can do it. It's it's such an amazing feeling. And I think everyone there who does some kind of teaching or coaching when understands that feeling. It feels amazing. 
Um, so yeah, I was really enjoying that. And it kind of just got me thinking and how, you know, I could expand my business. And, you know, that's when I started to think, I was also doing a hit class with a friend of mine. Um, and I was like watching her and I was like, I'd love to do this. This looks, you know, it's just so much fun. And uh, so I was, so, so I decided to talk to Paul and I was like, do you know what? I'm really thinking about doing a personal training course. I'd really like to do it and see where that takes me. And he was like, well, I don't understand why you wouldn't do that anyway. You know, sport is sport and exercise are massive parts of my life, always have been. And so it kind of just really made sense. And as amazing as Paul always is, when I come up with these ideas, he's like, yeah, why not? Just do it. So, so that's what happened. But I, you know, I really wanted to do, I didn't want to do an online course. I wanted to do a face-to-face course. So I had to wait until the winter lockdown was dead and buried. <laughs> um, so I started my PT course then May, 2021. Uh, so you know, oh my goodness, I just realized that's two years ago now. Gosh, time flies. I was actually supposed to do a course in April um, and it was going to be, it was a course in Guildford because I thought well, that would be nice and easy. I can drive there. Um, but the lockdown wasn't finished. So they weren't sure whether or not they would be allowed to do it. So they canceled the course. And because at the time, because the PT courses could only run if schools were allowed to run. And because schools didn't go back, they went, well, schools went back in March, didn't they? I think it was just not long after Reese's birthday. But they obviously had to give us enough notice. And because the government obviously were being a bit flaky about these things, they decided to cancel course. So I ended up going on the next available course, which happened to be May in London. And this is where I think all these things are meant to happen, because the May course was absolutely amazing. And I met some incredible people and, you know, a couple of them I'm still in touch with, uh, a couple of two incredible ladies um, that one PT's in Wimbledon, Louise, and one PT's up in North London. So if you're from that area and need a PT, give me a shout and I'll certainly recommend them. And uh, it's just really nice that, you know, we're still in touch and we still chat about how you know our businesses are going and this is where you know you've got uh, a fucking amazing woman on your side because we are essentially are in the same business yeah we're different areas so you know you can say we don't necessarily compete for for business but I don't think it would matter because we're all different so we you know you attract you attract your client you attract your vibe this is why you know and I, if you're a teacher, you're definitely laughing. Certain kids gravitate gravitate to each other, don't they? Because, you know, your, tri- your vibe is your tribe, your tribe is your vibe, whichever world it is. You attract certain people according to, like, the persona, your personality, and your, your vibe that you give out. You know, those unconscious signals that we pick up between each other. And... So even if we were in the same location, I know that those two ladies would 100% still support me. And this is what I love, you know, women supporting women because, fuck me, (laughs) life is hard enough. We do not need to be putting each other down. And I really hate it when I see that. Um, So, yeah, so, I, I, you know, big shout out 
to Louise and Emma, who are incredible uh, personal trainers and coaches themselves. Um, anyway, I go, I'm going off topic here. So, so I turned up to this May course, but before I did, and I know I touched on this in the last episode, um, I, I was really nervous because, you know, when you just have this expectation of what a personal trainer is, like if I asked you to draw a picture of a personal trainer, you'll probably draw a young man, bulging bustle, muscles with, uh, you know, looking in the mirror, <laughs> looking in the mirror, you know, um, tensing their biceps. I mean, I don't know who else does that, but, um, you know, that's the kind of image you have of a personal trainer. So I was really nervous. I really thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to, you know, this is something I really want to do. So I'm going to push myself out in the comfort zone. And that is something you're going to hear me talk about quite a lot here. You know, if you really want something, you've got to absolutely go for it. And you're just going to have to get uncomfortable and just put your big girl pants on and do the stuff that you need to do to hit the goals that you want to hit and be the person you want to be and do the things that you want to do in life. So, yeah, I was going to get my big, big old lady pants on and go. But I, at the same time, wanted to be as prepared as possible. Now, one of my clients who um, was coming to see me for reflectology, she had an online coach. And so I had been following him for a while. So Reese, um, who unfortunately spells his name incorrectly. <laughs> so if you're listening to Reese, I know you're laughing now. Um, so I had been following Reese for a while. He looked really friendly. You know, I mean, he is young enough to be my son. I think I'm actually older than his mum as well. Um, but he, you know, he obviously gets really good results. And I never really heard about online training before. But so I, I didn't know what it was I'd had a few personal trainers in uh in in my life before but I wasn't really getting much out of it and I wanted to learn how to lift weights and the personal trainers that I'd had before that's not what they did so but what I wanted to do is you know wanted to learn how to lift weights how to get confidence in the gym so so I started working with Reese in March 2021 and yeah, he was amazing. I learned so much. And what's great about an online coach is they don't just look after you. So with my clients that I work with online, you know, it's not just about making sure that you do your exercise or whatever. It's much more than that, because if you're depending on what your goal is, you know, if you're looking for lifestyle changes, habit changes, fat loss, 100% what you need is a coach um, and it works really well online because it's not about the hours exercise it's about everything else and also at this time while I was working with Reese yes um, so a personal trainer is really good to help you lift weights and stuff like that so I could have had a personal trainer in a gym and that would have you know tick that box of making me feel confident in a gym area but at the same time you know I I was still trying to lose a lot of the baby weight. I'd gotten so far myself, but I was stuck. I wanted to be held accountable for it as well. Like if someone tells me what to do, I'll do it. If I know that they're going to check up on me. But if I know no one's checking up on me, then I probably won't do this stuff. Um, and so that's why I got in contact with him. And I had some amazing results, well, still have. 
Um, you know, I'd never looked so good. And I was in my 40s. Um, so, yeah, so I did my PT course. Um, I felt really good in myself. I, I got Reese uh, convinced me to do a photo shoot, which I did October that year, which um, you may have seen on my Instagram. Uh, and everything was going really well. And I started PTing at home. I've got a gym at home. So started taking a couple of clients PT in, but I knew in my heart, I really wanted how, how effective the online coaching worked for me. I knew that's where I wanted to go, but I still enjoy the one-to-one aspect as well. So come January then last year, that is when I launched my online program. Again, it was about that thing going, I know what I want to do, the online coaching. I know how well it works. I know how effective it is. I really want to help people. And I really want to, you know, enable women to feel much more confident in themselves like I have. Like the the different, I am a totally different person than what I was pre-COVID, I would say. And throughout my life, I have had a very tricky relationship with food. When I was a teenager, I would that when I was a teenager probably is where I started um a lot of my disordered eating and I would I would literally starve myself I and I would enjoy it I would starve myself and I enjoy it because I really didn't like who I was I didn't like what I looked like I never felt good enough um like at the time I was playing netball for school um, but I never got selected for the team in my year group um, because obviously my coach thought there were better people. And I, I get that that happens, you know what I mean? But it doesn't make you feel better. Also get um, that. So I started playing for the year group above. And I also remember one tournament. So I wasn't good enough, apparently wasn't good enough to play for my team in my year. So I played for the year above and actually, thankfully, and I was very lucky my sister was in that year. So I played with my sister, which was lovely. My sister was awesome at Apple. She got into Surrey, which is a very difficult county to get into, especially if you come from a state school. But um, let's talk about that. Um, so, she, yeah, my sister was awesome at Apple. So I got to play with her, which was really lovely. But I do remember, and it's things like this, isn't it, that stick into your head, which at the time is probably not thought of being significant but it's surprising how little things like this can really stick in your head and then the cumulative effect of them how it can affect how you know your your self-talk your thoughts but I remember we went to this tournament and it was a tournament for my sister's year group so I was in that team so I played but I wasn't playing very well um, I was a shooter and I was obviously missing goals and I totally get you know as being a, a netball coach now, it, it's hard, isn't it? Like, you you can't win a game without scoring goals. If your team is not scoring, you ain't going to win. And I remember being taken off for somebody in my team, like, who was brought in as a sub. And I remember the hit that just hit really hard. Um, but it's it's part of sport. It's, it's really difficult. I understand now the netballing reasons. But it's funny how little things like that can stick with you. And so, you know, as a teenager, I, I, I could quite happily say I hated myself. And that developed in, into many 
um, disordered eating and disordered behaviours throughout my uni life, throughout my 20s and then into my 30s, I would try and diet as much as possible and I never felt I could get thin enough, never got thin enough. No matter what size I was, I was never thin enough. Um, and then I'd like totally binge and get quite large um, for me um, and then try again. And ha- just having years and years of that yo-yo thing, because nothing ever worked, because what you do, you the, the negative self-talk that I would have is incredible, is insane. And I've always said, like, if I ever know that Rhiannon does this to herself, it would. This is where I'm going to cry. Expect me to cry on many podcasts. but. Um, this is where it would honestly break my heart. So a lot of my coaching is working with women on their mindset. It's so important that women do not treat themselves badly, do not talk to themselves badly. And I do a lot of work with my clients like that. And I will be doing an episode most definitely on how you can improve your mindset. And I've spoken about it quite a lot on my Instagram. And so once going through my training, like I spoke in my last episode, what I really noticed is that I was able to bring my training, my strength onto the netball courts. What, you know, my netball got better and better all the time. And I feel really strong on court and I love it. And I love that I'm still able to play regional, my regional teammates. (laughs) I'm literally old enough to be their mum, some of them. But they're amazing and it's so nice to hang out with them. I love them. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it just then became a no-brainer. And it's kind of started around December, January time this year when I was like, it kind of like light bulb moment. Oh, my God, this is happening to me on a netball court. And I've had some netballers train with me and they've noticed the improvement as well. Why am I not showing this to all the other women? Why am I not sharing how you can keep playing netball and staying strong on court? It, it, it was like a no-brainer. And I was just like, oh, my God, I need to do this. I need to do this. And so this is where net strength has come from. Like, from my experience, I really, really want to work with netball players who are perhaps seeing their performance dip. So let's get strong in the gym. I mean, there's numerous reasons why you should be doing this anyway. And again, I will be covering these in other podcasts. Um, So it's one of the best things. Exercise is the best thing that you can do for you and your body. Building muscle, regardless of your body shape or your body fat, is most definitely the best thing that you can do for your your health. There are numerous benefits for maintaining and building muscle as a woman. So we need to get women strength training. We need more women in that gym looking strong as fuck, being a badass girl in the weight section of the girl. And this is what I'm all about. And you will 100% see improvements on that netball court. You absolutely will. And yeah, this is what net strength is about. So I'm so excited. I can't, I can't believe this is happening. You can tell by my voice how excited I am because this is you know, coming into six months of work, coming together, I'm now able to share it with people. Very, very few people knew I was doing this. And I can't believe I am now doing it. So exciting. So 
if you are interested in joining me in net strength, then I will put the link in the show notes. Please follow me on Instagram. I am at Coach by Leanne. You can message me on Instagram as well. Come and slip into my DMs, message me, whatever you, uh, questions you have about net strength or training in, in general. You know, I still work with clients who don't necessarily <laughs> play netball. Um, so if you have any questions for me, please come and ask them. If you've enjoyed this, if you know a netball player in your life, please share it with them if you think it will help. And please give me a little like, a little follow. And let's get the word out that netballers, like we see the roses, don't we? We see them in the gym and you should be, why can't, if it's good enough for them, it's, it's fucking good enough for us. So yeah, so please share this with a fellow netball player. Um, and uh, I'd love to chat with you and I can't wait to see where this is going. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.